0: Welcome to the Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast with your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, welcome to the Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast. Every Friday, I talk to a rookie who's making waves in the industry and share what's working in this market. Today, however, is going to be a solo show, and I'm going to talk about how to survive this market. This is definitely a more challenging market than it has been in a long time, maybe ever, certainly, and I'm going to talk about that Before I jump into that, though, I'm going to give you some very specific strategies as well on things that you can do to get through this market, especially if you're a new mortgage broker. All right. First, before I get into that, though, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, FINMO. FINMO is a Canadian mortgage application document collection submission platform designed specifically for Canadian mortgage brokers and borrowers. It's really easy to use, which means that you're brokers, especially if you're new, it's really a simple tool to learn. Second, it's easy for borrowers to use. And as they're filling out the application, it's got smart docs, it's figuring out exactly what documents you need to ask for. This is very helpful if you're new. Once that application comes in, you can go in then and search Lender Spotlight, which is the most robust tool for searching rates and guidelines. And they are updating it constantly to make sure that it's current. Then when you get ready to hit submit, it's got smart submission notes so it actually pulls key data from the application and then it actually even reminds you, hey, you're sending it to this lender. Don't forget about these policies. And you're like, oh yeah, right. Last thing you want to do, especially if you're new, is to you know fire off files to the lenders that are going to tell you no and you wait a few days to get a no when you could be sending it somewhere else. Check them out at finmo. Let's jump into today's episode. So, I want to tell you before I jump into this, I'm going to give you three things that I think you need to be doing right now to protect yourself. In this market and or how to survive this market, not even protect yourself, how to survive this market and come out the other side stronger. Before I do want to tell you a quick story. So 2012, I decided that I was going to run a 50k race. Prior to that race, I had never run anything that long. Most of ever run was 21 kilometers. And so I was like, I better hire a trainer. And by the way, this is just good advice in like in general is if you don't know how to do something, get somebody to help you. So I joined a running clinic and this guy has been you know, going run tons and tons of these ultras and would routinely run 140 kilometer races, which is insane, 24 hour race. But this was a 50 K and I was like, okay, this is a good start. And one of the pieces of advice that he gave, I learned a lot of things from him. But one of the things he said to me is he said, Scott, you need to walk the hills and run the flats and the downhills. Do not, do not, do not run the hills. I'm like, what do you mean? It's supposed to be a race. Shouldn't I be running fast? He's like, no, what'll happen is, is over this distance, especially when you go 50, 80, hundred kilometers is, is that saving 60 seconds or two minutes on that hill will destroy your legs three four five six hours later you will pay for it and so you have to pace yourself and so I was like huh interesting and the thing is is that that's exactly how you need to think of this market this is an uphill market and so right now is not the time to be going flat out you know balls to the wall you need to pace yourself for the long haul and just like you would be for an ultra marathon. And so what I recommend is, is that right now you need to walk. And so how do you walk? What does it look like for you walking the hills, knowing that here's what I also think, I think that we're going to go through, I listened to Benjamin Tall speak at the MPC conference, and he predicts that rates are going to go up again, the Bank of Canada is going to overshoot, it's probably going to happen the same thing with the Fed. 2024, we're probably not going to see a lot of rates go down at all. Oh, sorry, 2023, we won't rather, and we won't see rates go down till probably 2024, which means that this is going to be a long uphill that we're going to go through. Now, as a new person, a couple of quick things to be aware of. First, you know that if you're new, you've got a prospect. You're kind of like, ain't nobody just going to come find you and throw mortgages at you. There's a lot of people that are very experienced that have been in the business a long time that have no prospecting muscles. They're literally atrophied. They have no idea how to go do it. They don't want to do it. Some of them feel like they shouldn't have to do it. And so even though they have more experience than you, they're not as hungry as you because they're just like, oh, I don't want to do this you know, as a rookie, you have to prospect. So that's the first thing you have to get your head around. And I think that at the end of this, there's going to be some pro level agents or some or not pro, some like experienced agents that are going to just be like, I'm out. I'm, I've been in the business a long time. I've made my money. I'm going to hit the exit. And anybody who gets through this cycle is going to be a beast. I truly believe that a beast in a good way. And you're going to have a ton of opportunity because here's the thing. They're not building more real estate. We still have a massive supply problem. People aren't buying right now because They don't qualify because the qualifying rates are too high, or they're sitting on the sidelines going, I'm going to wait and see what happens. Those people will be coming back to the market. There's going to be a mini boom, I predict, when the rates start to come down again, people will come back into the market. and If you're a mortgage broker who can make it through the uphill, you will literally print money on the other side of this, but you got to get through this next 12 months. And so first tip for you on this that I think is super, super important is you must protect your mindset. You would be like, what do you mean by my mindset? I think mindset is one of those things that's completely underrated. People don't understand the importance of it. And I have said this before, but if I can get your mindset right, I literally could give you bad strategies, bad tactics. I could give you like the worst scripts, like literally scripts that are terrible. I could give you terrible advice. And if you had a really strong mindset, I call you up in six months and be like, "How are you doing?" You're like, "Dude, I'm doing amazing." I'm like, "What the hell?" I tried to literally sabotage you. Your mindset is that important. Like, and people they underestimate this so much. So, how you protect your mindset is you need to have a daily routine for your mindset. What are you reading? You know, what kind of stuff are you consuming? You know, personally, I can't do Twitter. I just I find, man, it is just a cesspool of negative people, negative emotions, and it's like, oh my gosh, I might as well just go buy myself some you know, rations and some bullets and hunker down in my basement because the world is a terrible place. If that's what you're putting in your brain, it's pretty hard to show up positive on a daily basis. So I think you got to protect it. Second thing you need to do is you need to be around people that have a positive mindset. You know, I'll tell you two quick stories from agents at our brokerage that have just amazed me. One of them is a guy named Nate. And so Nate had reached out to us and he's in Quebec and he's like, hey, I want to join your brokerage. I'm like, sorry, we're currently only in BC, Alberta, Ontario. He was in Quebec and this was like three months ago. He's like, I'm going to get my mortgage license in BC. I'm like, all right. So you talk to somebody on my team. And we're like, sure, you will. Three months later, he calls us up. Hey, got my license in BC. I'm moving. I'm ready to rock. And we're like, holy crap. So I affectionately call him Nate the Great. Why is he Nate the Great? Because anybody with that level of commitment is going to be on the other side of this uphill market. He's going to do great. One other quick story, another one of our agents, and I'm not going to tell you the name, they've asked me not to share it, is they made a commitment when they got in their mortgage business that, this sounds crazy, but probably why they don't tell their name. They were going to sleep on the floor with a pillow and a little cushion and a blanket until they funded their first million. And they did. And their significant other was like, what the heck? This is insane. And this broker told me that they expected it to go much quicker. It took longer than expected. And it took two months, two months sleeping on the floor. That person now, by the way, is absolutely crushing mortgages. And when you have that level of commitment to your own success, you will be successful. It's inevitable. It is literally, it is inevitable. So you must protect your mindset. And if you're not around a brokerage with people that are have a good mindset, or you're not spending time with people that, with the right mindset, it's going to suck the life out of you. And you're going to be like, "Why am I bothering with this?" That's the first thing. The second thing you need to do is you need to protect your energy. So mindset's first, then your energy. What do I mean by that? So I was talking to one of our agents recently. And this person was working another job. And so they could work mortgages part-time and this other job part-time. And I said to them, I'm like, how are things going? And so they were pushed really, really hard one week. And then they would kind of, you know, try to get a bunch of meetings, talk to realtors, but then they would do nothing. I said, what you need to do is you just need to, on Monday, because you're off on Monday, you need to make as many calls as you need to set up one meeting, one presentation. And your goal is to do one presentation a week for the next 52 weeks. That's it one presentation a week for 52 weeks. and If you have to make two calls to get it, awesome. If you make three, if you have to make 20 to get that meeting, you make as many calls on Monday as you need to make to get that meeting. And Then once you've done your presentation to them, we show people how to do that. Then you follow up with everybody that you've done a presentation to. Too many people think that all I need to do is make a good impression. They're going to refer me. They're not. They're going to forget you. Even if you met with them and it was amazing, like literally, you know, Clouds part and doves fly across. They're like, oh, this is amazing. You're the best. Like, I can't believe where'd you come from, mortgage broker. If you do not follow up, they will forget you, and that is just life. I tell people all the time. Coca Cola still advertises after 130 years in business. It's not because you don't know who Coke is. It's because you will forget about them. You don't have to advertise, but you have to follow up. Make as enough calls to get one presentation a week. Do that presentation. Follow up with everybody every week. You know you can use a combination of email phone calls are fantastic video and just never let them forget who you are that's it and then you're pacing yourself you're not running you're not trying to fit in 10 20 presentations you're like I can't do this right now that's running the hill you will not survive so pace yourself if you don't have a part-time job I'm going to tell you that you should be doing more than one a week you know maybe it's like I want to do one a day right so how many calls do I need to make to get one a day and then you're done and you can be like check I'm good like and some weeks it's going to be more some weeks it's going to be less but that's the idea so first is survive this market, protect your mindset. Second, protect your energy by pacing yourself. This is effectively walking. And then finally, you're going to have to start thinking about new lead sources. The market has changed. It is not the same as it was 12 months ago, six months ago. There are less real estate transactions temporarily. And so some of the things that we're doing, and I'll just to give you some numbers on this. So there are just over 10 million owner-occupied dwellings in Canada. So 10 million properties owned by approximately, according to CMHC, 6 million of these have mortgages on them. Now, 6 million have mortgages and if you think the average Canadian, most of them are in five-year terms, which means that every year, you know, 1.2 million mortgages approximately, of course, the numbers are going to be skewed slightly because of the low rates, but you get my point. So, If you've got 6 million mortgages in Canada, 1.2 million a year that are renewing, that means there's 1.2 million opportunities for customers even if nobody buys another piece of real estate, which is not going to happen in the next 12 months renewals are going to be a big thing. And the other thing to be aware of with renewals, banks are often not as competitive on them as they could be because they're just like, hey, you're just a customer. We're going to try and you know take advantage of their existing customers. That's terrible, but that's what they do. So for us, we're working on campaigns right now for that. And we have a great program for recruiting realtors. Like we can get realtors to refer. But of course, if realtor volume is down, we got to have a plan B or we got to have a secondary source of, of referrals and leads. And I think renewals and switches are going to be one of those things that we're working on. And then lead sources could also be. Okay, I can give you some other ideas. Accountants could be another great one. Financial planners are fantastic. I know that there's a lot of interest in something called the Smith maneuver, which is making your mortgage tax deductible. All of these things are additional lead sources that you can use. Of course, you can pay for leads, but most of you, if you're brand new, you should not do that. You won't have the money. You won't have the sophistication. You're going to get trashed. You know, if you're good at it, you're going to convert three percent. If you're good, most people don't have the money to get even good at the ad side alone. Good at the conversion side. So I would not encourage that. So that's my advice. It is an uphill market. Just like my running coach told me, do not run right now. Do not burn yourself out. Right. Make sure that you protect your mindset. Make sure that you're around people that are collaborative, that are encouraging. And if you're finding that Facebook is stressing you out, don't go on Facebook. I know I post this on Facebook. Come on Facebook, see what we're posting, check it out, and then leave right away. Some people are negative. If Twitter stresses you out, don't get that in your head. Just let it go you're going to have to protect your energy, which means pace yourself. So figure out what is a pace that I can maintain for the next 52 weeks? How many calls can I make a week, insert whatever that activity is, and then just focus on the activity and ignore the outcome. If you get stuck on the outcome, it's going to screw with your head. You cannot get stuck on the outcome because the outcome takes care of itself if you put in the activities, right? Be obsessed with inputs and ignore outputs. Just be like, I just did my thing. And then you can high five yourself and go relax and be like, I did my day. That's it. And by the way, everybody who's successful, especially quickly, they all do that. And then finally, start considering different lead sources, whether it's renewals, whether it's financial planners, whether it's accountants. All these things are important if you want to get through this market. And then on the flip side of this, just to give you some hope, on the flip side of this, it's going to be amazing. I'm telling you right now, the market's going to come back. It's not going to be like it was. I'm not naive, I'm not stupid, but I can tell you that there's going to be fewer brokers there's going to be the brokers who stuck through it, that paced themselves, that stayed in touch with the referral partners that didn't just disappear, are going to get on the other side of this when the market turns back again, and these buyers can qualify or buyers decide to jump back into the market, you'll be printing money like crazy. So hopefully that helps you. A couple of quick things. First, if you're a rookie and you're listening to this, you're like, hey, man, I'd love to get some help with this. Go check out rookie to rockstar.ca. We have a webinar there where we show you exactly how we help new agents succeed faster than anywhere else. Go check that out. And if you want to check out a blog post that I create, so our brokerage, bricks, mortgage, we are in a quest to grow to a billion dollars. We did 208 million in the first 12 months, 178 million of that was actually from rookies, just like you. Pretty awesome. And you can go check out brxhq.ca. So www.brxhq.ca. We got a blog there, I share. And basically every month I'm posting now what we're doing, what we're learning, what's working, what's not. Not everything works, by the way, but I'm not afraid to experiment. I'm not afraid to try things. And everything is focused around how do we make our agents better? How do we help them succeed? We're literally obsessed with agent success. That's our whole thing. And so we do work with pro-level agents as well. But if you're a rookie, this is The Rookie Show. I'm assuming you might be new if you're listening to this, go check that out. Thanks again for listening. And I will see you on the next episode. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.